There was a man by the name of Mendel Bailis, who at the time known as the trial of the century when Jews were getting tried for blood libels, accused. Mendel Bailis was tried for murdering a Christian child to use his blood for the Passover. Mendel's lawyer was concerned that the prosecutor might use a certain teaching from the oral law to prove that Jews are supremacists who think that members of other religions are subhuman and may be murdered. The oral law says that the Jewish people are called Adam, which means man, but idol worshippers, secular people, people in the non-Jewish world, they are not called Adam. Adam means man. The prosecutor may reference this statement to say, look, you Jews don't consider other humans to be humans. Only Jews are called man and not non-Jews. This is a clear proof that he must have actually killed that Christian child for the blood. So this lawyer was concerned about this being used against him. And therefore he went to a great rabbi to ask him, what should he do if at the prosecution this statement was brought up from the oral law? So the rabbi told him the following. What would happen if an Italian man would be arrested and tried in court? Would all the other Italians come and pray for his safety? For sure not. What about a Frenchman? If he was on trial, would all the people in France pray for his safety? Would they be concerned? Or would they just go about their days as normal? The Jewish people are unique in this aspect. And that if one Jew is arrested and put on trial, Jews worldwide are concerned for his safety. Even Jews that don't know him. When a Jew finds out that another Jew is in pain or he's suffering or he's being tried for something, all Jews are worried, all Jews pray, and all Jews are concerned for that Jew. That is what's meant in this term, that only a Jew is called Adam. There are two words for the word, there are two expressions for the word man. One is Adam and one is Ish. Ish is the more popular expression used to mean man. Adam also means man. The difference between Ish and Adam is that Ish has a plural form. Anashim means men. Adam, the word man of Adam, doesn't have a plural form. What the oral law is saying is that Jews are the only ones that are called Adam. Not that non-Jews are not people. Of course they're people. Of course they're humans. They don't have this quality of all being one. Of there being no plural. Me, you, and everybody else, we're all brothers. We're all one and the same. If one of us is suffering, we're all suffering and we're all going to pray. For that one person, that is a quality that's unique to the Jewish people. And this week's Torah portion, it's talking about spiritual leprosy, a form of punishment that was given to someone who talked bad about someone else. And the Torah uses the expression of Adam, when a man will talk bad, or when a man has this sickness, he is impure. And the question is, why does he use the term Adam? The term that is almost always used in the Torah is Ish. The other expression for man, why is it using the word Adam? And the explanation, based on what we've just explained, is that the whole concept of a Jew is that we're united and we're one and the same and we feel like one with everyone else and we care for everyone else. When you go and you speak bad about someone else in the Jewish world and you're trying to separate and, and, and distance that unity to break that unity that we have and you're not feeling for everyone else like yourself, you wouldn't say that about yourself. You can't be part of that Adam. You can't be part of that, that oneness. And therefore the punishment is that you're, you're, you're afflicted. You're, you have this, this spiritual affliction 
which the repercussion of this is that you have to leave the camps. You're isolated. You're in quarantine by yourself. As a result of the speaking bad and as a result of having the spiritual leprosy, you would have to leave the Jewish camp and be by yourself because you're not part of this Adam. And that's the message here. And especially at this time, with all that's going on in the world, we have to recognize that we feel we have this attribute of caring for everyone else. And at a time where there's so many people suffering, even if we may not, not, not know someone personally or we ourselves are not suffering, we should feel for everyone and this should teach us a certain aspect of, of mercy and compassion for others and to always be able to go the extra mile to do for someone else what we would do for ourselves and make the time and the effort to be able to do for others and be concerned and, and, and preoccupy ourselves with others as much as we would with ourselves. Have a great Shabbos.